Welcome to the Racer's Edge Entertainment Network. Welcome, everybody. What's up, guys? This is Jason, and joined today by... This is Matt. What's going on, guys? This is Zach. Zach. And we have Cooter. What's up, guys? Carter. Carter, sorry. All right, you guys. We're doing a review of the Taft GP, Dirt Diggers MC Taft GP that just happened this last weekend. And uh, first thing right off the bat, man, uh, good event, a lot of fun, enjoyed it. Big turnout, it looked like. Yeah, killer turnout. Um, weather, though, was a little sketchy. I know. I heard it was supposed to downpour. Yeah, all weekend. It was pretty sketchy. For I mean, sure. Did you guys get any rain when you were up there on Friday or anything, or how did it look? Uh, we got there. Did we get there Friday? You were there for Friday practice? Yeah, I was there for Friday practice, but I didn't practice. But, yeah, it was off and on light rain, kind of Friday, and then everyone so I would turn into a little little downpour, but nothing too crazy. Just enough to, like, keep the dust down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was definitely, definitely uh, threatening. Uh yeah, so weather weather all weekend, I think given the amount of weather that we had, I definitely think that uh, the Dirt Diggers did a killer job with the course. It was challenging for sure, but I think it could have been uh, quite a bit tougher if they weren't on top of their game. I was actually trying to uh, watch the live stream on YouTube. It, I realized it wasn't up because of the weather issues, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think they were they were a little bit uh, worried about the equipment and everything getting out there. There was not only was it just rain, but there was a lot of wind and stuff as well. So I think that there was uh, some worries there as far as what was going to happen. Yeah, I was talking to Sammy from Dirt Diggers, and he was saying that a couple tractors got stuck, and it was like really hard to get them out, like in huge <laughs> mud pits. So thankfully they got them out, so so they can keep the track pretty good though. Yeah, I think, and again, I think those guys did a really good job. I think, I, I think overall the course was amazing. I think it was uh, challenging, uh, but I think, I think the thing that trips me out is the first races, and you don't think about it until it comes to weather like that. But like the sixty race on Sunday was like the first race. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like the sixty-five CC kids. No, no, sixty years oh. old. Oh, was it? I didn't. Yes. Even. Wow. Like, I saw the kids uh, out there early too. No, and it's like, all right, bud, yeah, get out there. You know, <laughs> those old dogs just slipping in the mud. <laughs> yeah, that was gnarly. And I, and I think I can't remember on Saturday what the first race was, but I think it was like you said, maybe might have been some mini bikes and stuff on Saturday. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so, I, I, I mean, overall, I would say like uh, takeaways from the weekend, and we'll just start with like the uh, the four fifty class. Yeah, um, I think Dare's for real. Like he's for real for sure. Yeah, he's been showing up. He's he's been showing up, and I, and I feel like uh, I don't know if it's the bike. I don't know. You know, I, I'm assuming he's on the new platform. Um, he's obviously taking taking his fitness and all that really serious. And man, he was he was up there and he was pinning it definitely once again. And I think uh, the Fiji water might help too. Could be, yeah. yeah, for sure. Good stuff. That is some good stuff. How did the the start of the race go? Where was he at coming off the gate? I think coming off the gate, I think he was either, I think like third or fourth, maybe something like that. And uh, he quickly moved up. Um, Justin was out out front early, and uh, he was looking super comfortable out there for sure. And uh, then I I feel like. Uh, they're sort of closing the gap putting a little heat on them and stuff and i think i i feel like um and i think I, I talked to justin and i think that you know just he, he i talked to him and he said he kind of like overdid it during the week a little bit on his training and stuff and didn't feel like he was you know uh ready to like just push that hard off the bat and kind of set him off his game a little bit yeah he also according to one of the interviews from ngpc he said that he pitted early too yeah, a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I think he was saying that he like picked up some different lines like mid race, yeah. so gained some speed there too. Probably a little more comfort as well. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of line choices for sure. Yeah, and let's be honest. I mean, all those guys are painting it 
Oh yeah, they're they're so animals. Fast. It's insane. Yeah, and you watch, and it's just like, I mean, at that speed, um, just just one one little thing's bothering you or whatever, and it's gonna you know it's gonna show, it's gonna stand out for sure. I mean, we can't can't underestimate Dante though. That guy just he's a workhorse. <laughs> yeah, uh, he looked like he just kind of found his groove a little bit and uh, made his way to the front. I think just past the half way or three quarter mark maybe or whatever got to the front and uh you know i think the boys kept him honest for sure um but i would say definitely he was uh i, I once again he's 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 the man to beat yeah, he's a champion for a reason yeah yeah i feel like every race dante you know he doesn't give out like at first he doesn't start leading but once you get to a certain point he just takes off and he just catches up I think, and it's like that's a good observation. Yeah. And I think what it is, it's it's almost like he's so he's been doing it for so long, and he's so confident. Yeah, he I, just wants to watch everyone else. Yeah, I feel like he just wants to take everybody out to deep water. Yeah, and for then sure. and then start swimming. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I, I think in my eyes, he's like the uh, off road dungy. You know, the diesel just yeah pulls strong always through and through. He's always there. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think I I think. Um, also, too, like Justin, I think is, you know, Justin Haft, I think he is, he's just learning. And for, I mean, his talent level is just off the charts. Oh, yeah, and for I, sure. And I think that, like, for him, he's he's still just learning his limits. And when you say when he's on for a race, he's unreal. He's, he's I mean, look, he's the world's champion. He's He's got what it takes. He's just got to put it all together. Yeah. Which he's right there. So is Dare. I mean, there's a bunch of guys right there. Yeah, and uh, that is that's another thing. I mean, just the talent level this year. I mean, you see it, and it, it's unreal. Like you, you start kind of going through, and you're and and uh, it's just impressive for sure. All those guys have chops, like not just in off road. A lot of moto guys, and yeah, all those guys are capable of winning. Like you look at like Surratt. I mean, there's the top probably seven dudes that are capable of getting a win. Even I think Jack Simpson finished pretty far back, but he's the 250 champ from last year. Yeah, he's capable of being up there for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, two fifty class. I feel like uh, um, I just felt like what we learned from that is the Australian Mason Simmons. He's probably here to stay. Oh, for after, sure. after a couple wins, I can't see him leaving the series. You know, I, I believe he's elected to stay for the remainder of the twenty four season. Um, With a start to the season like this, like why would you not? Yeah, for, oh, yeah sure. for sure. You'll figure out the support as you go at this point and just make it happen and show everyone you're here to stay. Yeah, I think, I think like, deep down aside, too, he was just praying for a downpour since he's from GNCC. And oh, you see yeah. the, what those guys ride. They always ride in the <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he killed it without a downpour, but with a downpour, he probably would have. Who knows what he could have done. It would have been interesting to see. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's going to be interesting, uh, you know, heading to Glen Helen next race to see where he's at there just because, you know, a lot of the boys – have some uh has have a lot of miles in at Glen Helen so lots of laps <laughs> lots of laps yeah for sure Glen Helen's kind of known for potential weather also There's yeah been years I mean we've been there plenty of times in the rain that, so that is you never true. know what can happen that is true for sure um JP looked good all day solid yeah solid and um things didn't unravel like he just he stayed up there and and uh I think he looks really good on the KTM this year and looks comfortable, and he, he's always a threat. His speed is good for sure. Oh, um, yeah, JP rips. I see him all the time out at Glen Helen. He's hauling yeah. all the time. Yep, 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 for sure. And then uh, and then Colton, obviously, my nephew, whatever. I was watching the event. Um, he kind of seesawed back and forth. He started off, I think, in fifth or sixth, uh, worked his way up to third, but then I felt like he was a little uncomfortable up there, you know, just like, uh, just, just, and then I'm, I'm like, oh, he's pumping for sure. Look, like he was arm pump and, and, uh, talked to him later and that was the case. Uh, I think he fell back to about fifth or sixth and then, uh, and two laps to go, I was watching, kind of watching him come up the hill in the back, talking to Darren Heft and I was kind of like, dang, I mean, I was filming it and I'm like, Man, I don't think it's going to happen. He's back there pretty far. That's the thing I love about Colton, though, <laughs> is that never-give-up attitude. Yeah. You know, he'll just – he's a workhorse, and I love it. Yeah, and that the last lap, 
was impressive for sure. And, uh, you know, actually, uh, let's get him on the phone. Let's give Colton a shout and just yes, ask sir. him about that. Cause I do have his number and hopefully we're going to be able to, um, get some more people on the phone and talk to some of these guys as, the, as they see, we're trying to give the series a little coverage and stuff, but I got this number, give him a shout, see what we got. Is he just not going to answer? You never know. He could be training. Hello? Colton. What's going on? Hey, this is Zach from the Racer's Edge Network. How you doing? Zach, good to talk to you, my brother. What are you up to? <laughs> just sitting here doing a podcast, my man. Just thought we'd get a little insight from you. Right on. Right on. What do you want to know? Well, how was the weekend? Where... How do you feel? How do you feel that you felt during your race and everything? Uh, do you feel honestly, strong? I didn't. I didn't feel all that great this weekend. Uh, I the track was really tough. Um, all the rain, like I think, just made the track really soft in the morning, and then it got really tore up. And then as the, as the track dried out, all those bumps got really hard and square edged, and uh, I was struggling. Yeah, I was I was struggling hard early on. Like I, I got a decent start. I was in third, and then just started going backwards for a while. But uh, luckily, I, mean, I got it figured out near the end. Near the end of the race, did you find some like some different lines or something that really kind of helped you seal the deal to get up on the box, or what was your program looking like? Yeah, I don't really know. I think um, I found some better lines for sure, and also I just like after the pit, I kind of had a little bit of a reset. Uh, got some, got some sugar in me in the pit and then Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, that just, I don't know, maybe that was a fix. And, uh, I started putting in some good laps and it was tough cause I was kind of in no man's land for a while. And then I started catching up a little bit and then I, I could see Kai like at the end of the straightaway ahead of me. And then that kind of lit the fire under me and I put the charge on. Yeah. It looked like, uh, this is Jason. Um, I had the bird's eye view on that on that last lap, and well, second to last lap, I saw you come by, and uh, it wasn't looking good. Like you're back there a bit, and I was like, "Dang, man, he's gonna have to put on a serious charge to get on the box." And kind of kind of came around. I was sitting there talking to Darren Haft, and and it, you're, I saw uh, Mason come up the hill, then JP, and then next thing I know, I mean you and Brock were like right there, kind of like that last little hump. I think you guys made a little, little contact or it looked like from where I was looking, but, uh, made that pass, uh, for the box basically coming up the hill. And I was like, what on earth, how did he put together that last lap? And then I looked at the lap times and I, I want to say, dude, you were like, am I exaggerating 15 or 20 seconds faster that lap than the guys or maybe more? Oh yeah, for sure. He definitely made up that time quickly. Impressive. Yeah. What you did you see how much faster that lap was, Colton? Yeah, I think that in, compared to the two dudes in front of me, I think that it was around fifteen seconds or so. Um, my last lap was my second fastest lap of the race for me. Uh, I think it was like one second slower than my best lap, which was like lap two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh, after the pit. <clears throat> yeah, my. My race was going pretty good. Like I said, I was in third, and then I started started going backwards. Brock ended up passing me, and then uh, I was sitting in fourth for a while, and then I, I ended up tipping over in one of those long ruts, uh, and then Kai got by me, and then I was all by myself for a long time. Then we pitted, um, and I could see Kai, and I made the pass on Kai, and then like two laps to go, I ended up, I don't even know exactly what happened, but it was in one of those tight canyons. My foot came off. Like, I think I might've caught the edge of one of those little dirt mounds on the inside of one of the canyons. My foot came off and somehow got wrapped up in my back wheel, like between my wheel and the, and the muffler and ground me down to a stop. And I couldn't get out. 
Oh, and I was there for like, I don't know, 10 or 15 seconds trying to get out. And here comes Kai, comes by. Oh, and then Jack Simpson, I had just passed him. He pulls over and like jumps off to try to help me. And about that time, I get my leg out and I and I start going for it again. So um, that's sick, Jack. Stop. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. He's cool. It's funny yeah. hear from like, obviously, I see you ride all the time and stuff. And I know you're like pretty known for keeping your feet on your pegs and everything. So pretty interesting to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know exactly what happened, but yeah, it, my my foot ended up in the in the rear wheel, and yeah, it was scary. I'm I'm glad it didn't like blow out my knee or anything like that. But um, but yeah. So Jack stopped, and then I got going again. And at that point, I'm like, yeah, my race is over. I'm I'm in fifth, and freaking sign sealed delivered. That's it. But. uh my dad gave me the pit board, like two laps to go, and I could see Kai. He was like two straightaways ahead of me. He probably had like 20 seconds on me. And I'm like, well, I've got two laps. Give it everything I got to try to get into fourth. So one lap to go, I end up, I'm like maybe 10 seconds back from Kai now. I'm like, all right, maybe it's doable. I was just so, telling the guys how, like, one of the things I, I think that's awesome about you is you're just, like, the workhorse, you know what I mean? You'll just grind it out no matter what all the way to the end. Yeah, it's, uh, for some reason, man, the, the last couple laps are, at a lot of these races, are my best. I don't know, I just take a while to get going, like a like a diesel or something, but. Um, <laughs> It's well, training, baby, training. Colton, it's Matt. But overall, that was a sick ride. We were pumped to see you up there on the box. Um, I had a quick question for you. Um, on the You're on a new bike. How is that going? You're on the Kawasaki now. Yeah, uh, the Kawasaki's really good. Um, I don't have a whole lot of time on it. We got the bike, like, uh, in the middle of January, or sorry, middle of December, and uh, <clears throat> didn't have much time on it. It's been testing suspension with bob from precision concepts like crazy um trying to get comfortable on it but yeah yeah, the the bike's great Um, what's that you guys have been putting in the hours at glen hill and i see you guys there late in the day yeah me and me and me and bob have been getting after it uh you know i've put maybe 20 hours on the cowie now and he's been there for probably 17 of the 20 hours like he's he goes above and beyond to make sure that I'm happy and that the bike's working the way I need it. So I'm extremely grateful for that. That's awesome. Who um, else is helping you with this new team? Uh, I've got Hatch Racing helping me out big time this year. Uh, super glad to have him back on board this year. And then we have uh, Atlas Power Sports in Teamy Valley. Got the Racer's Edge in Teamy Valley. There you go. Uh, you know, the owners of this great podcast. Uh, then I've got uh, Aaron Wolf, uh, voiceover. He's my good buddy, and he's uh, he does like a <clears throat> his uh, company. He did well. He has a YouTube channel, but also like he's trying to do uh, like voice acting. So he's a good he loves racing, that. and yeah, he, he wants to sponsor he me. And by Grace awesome. for us. He is funny. That's dude, right. That guy's a character. <laughs> yeah, he was killing yeah. it out there. It's definitely never sure. a dull moment with Aaron. That's true. Yep. Well, cool, Colton. Uh, I don't think you finished there. I think you still had a few more sponsors to list. Oh, shoot. Sorry. My yeah. bad. My bad. <laughs> Started talking about Aaron. Yeah. I mean, got got tons of people helping me. Uh, obviously, want to get them all, but uh, O'Neill, X Brand Goggles, uh, James at Fast Lane Motor Fuels hooked me up with the Race Fuel, um, FMF, <clears throat> Hoosier Tire. Man, just everybody helps me out. Uh, Precision, steering stabilizers. I saw you got Nitro Moose on board uh, now, too. Yeah. Yep, yep, they just came on board, so that's been awesome. Uh, I was buying my own mooses before, so that's great having them on board. And, uh, yeah, man, just everybody who's who's been on board this year, it's been really awesome. I uh, I got just so blessed with how everything fell together in, like, less than a month, and I'm uh, super grateful I get to go racing. So what are we doing to prepare for the Glen Helen race? Uh, Glen Helen, I mean, we're preparing just like normal. Um, you know, I'm Glen Helen's my local track basically. So I'm there usually at least once or twice a week. And then, uh, besides that, 
not doing a whole lot of riding right now because it's been raining for the last like week here in Cali. But um, besides that, you know, we're on the bicycle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cali. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> yeah, we'll have to see. Hopefully, uh, maybe if I win a championship or something, I can get one of those one of those Cali jet skis. That'd be sick. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I actually forgot, but um, you actually won the double A on Saturday, also, right? In addition, to yeah, yeah. On the, so I, on the box on the uh, on the regular two hundred and fifty. Yeah, I've won the double A at the first two rounds of NGPC, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Awesome. Kawasaki contingency is insane this year, so that's awesome. Helped me pay the bills and get to the races. So yeah, it's, they've uh, set yeah. up in such a huge way. It's really cool to see. Um, they're just like really putting their foot back on off road, and that that's good to see that support for sure. Yeah, cool. Now, yeah, uh, definitely. Had, had a quick question for you yeah. on Saturday. You won the double A, but uh, how was the track on Saturday compared to Sunday? Uh, honestly, for me, it was pretty similar um the double a's late in the day at like 345 or something and the same with the pro race pro races after in afternoon so um for me by the time i got on the track both days it was already pretty dried out and super rough um just like really unique conditions this weekend and yeah, those bumps i think are- pretty much everybody i've talked to said the same thing like they were Everybody was kind of struggling with bike setup and figuring out the lines and everything. It was, it was really uh, interesting conditions. Yeah, when that mud dries like that, it gets those gnarly like kicker bumps that are just insane. They're just like really tough to get over. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think everybody, like I said, was struggling with getting arm pump and feeling like their bikes weren't working great. But I think that a lot of that was just the track. Yeah, for sure. So. Uh, Hey, Colton, uh, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. We're looking forward to see what you can do at Glen Helen. We'll be there cheering you on, and uh, keep on doing what you're doing, dude. You're doing a great job. Yeah, thanks for taking the time, Colton. Yeah, thank you, Colton. Right on. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it, bud. See ya. And we're back. That was cool that it came on, for sure. Yeah. Pretty solid weekend. way cool. Um, so on to, uh, just a, just a couple things that were, that were, uh, cool for the weekend. Um, Ryder D made an appearance out there. Yeah. That was super badass to watch, which is cool, right? Like, I mean, he, and he came and he, he, uh, I mean, he, he's been killing it, right? Oh yeah. Through Supercross and all that. Yeah. Then he shows up with the full kit, all kitted out. And you're like, dang, this is getting serious. Yeah. I did not expect to see Ryder D at an NGPC race. Right. How awesome was that? Yeah, and he hopped on a 450, right? Yeah, I believe so. It was a 450. Yeah. No, that was pretty cool to see. Um, and then, Maddie, were you saying? Uh, yeah, so I noticed another guy. Um, I saw a number 17 on a gas gas, and I was like, that's familiar, you know? And it was Cole Davies from, he won the Futures race at A2. Oh, that's the Yeah, kid. he's from New Zealand. Right. His family's doing like a... Like a tryout, basically, to see if it's worth for them to move here or not. And I mean, he won the Futures race, so, I mean, that's huge. And then he ended up racing the A-class, and he finished uh, fifth out there in the 250 A-class. So that's respectable, too. Yeah, heck guys, yeah. A, a well-rounded rider. Yeah, it's cool. Actually, when I saw their uh, – I can't remember how I was either listening to a podcast or something like that, but they were saying, I think um, – uh, one of the guys was saying just like that his family is awesome. He's a great kid. And, you know, they just, you know, KTM's really like, or excuse me, Gas Gas, uh, KTM group, uh, was really stoked on his effort, you know. It's always good to have real good, strong roots, good yeah. foundation to begin with. Yeah, yeah. And everybody, uh, oh, it was Daniel Blair that was talking about it. He was just saying he's rooting for him, was rooting for him big time because it's such a good kid, you know. Yeah, I just heard like on the Supercross broadcast A2 that they were saying, where he's from and what he's doing, you know, and pretty cool for Gas Gas to give him that opportunity to have it have a shot, you know, because yeah, there's a lot of talent that gets missed out there. Yeah, for sure, that was cool. Um, so on to the pro women's podium, um, I noticed that Michaela, um, stalled, yeah, she stalled off the start. Oh, did she really? Yeah. So Eva kind of took the lead, or she, something happened. She she uh, she didn't get a good start, and Ava was out front for a bit. And uh, Moto KK, you know, did did her did her uh, best brandy imitation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's the new brandy. Oh yeah. And uh, 
made the move on Ava and uh, went on went on uh, went on to win. And uh, Ava was, you know, a respectable second for sure. The whole event, she was kind of she was kind of up there. Oh yeah, she was charging the whole time for sure. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I I would like to see her continue to close that gap and so we get some battles up front that'd be awesome she's a she's a cool girl for sure she's awesome Ava's yeah, it was right. nice to see her get a whole shot too that was cool yeah for sure and then uh those th- dead engine starts are tough man <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, don't even get me started oh, let's yeah. not talk dead engine yet All let's right, not we'll tar- talk about that yet and then third on the box there was ashley gage i think it is ashley gage um yeah i i, I don't, don't really know anything about her but she looked like she was riding really well. So I think Ashley Gage is actually new to the NGPC series. Mm-hmm. I believe that was her first race. Uh-huh. And she's just been killing it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, she looked good. She's an avid off-road racer, though. Yeah, is she? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think she, I saw something maybe on the recap, the NGPC recap or something. There. She was saying she's a little out of her comfort zone. But oh, yeah. she yeah. sure looked good to me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so... Uh, there was another event going on out there that we were, you know, stoked to sponsor. And My now, favorite part of the weekend. Yeah, favorite part of the weekend. <laughs> was I think the everyone's favorite part of the weekend. Adult mini team pit bike race, right? Uh, went off pretty well. Yeah, for sure. I was a little nervous in the beginning. Yeah. Just because not too many people were signed up and then actually brought my pit bike as, like, just in case, you know. Yeah. And... My buddy Renton from Catalina had I s- like sponsored him to race it on my bike, and <laughs> they ended up winning, which was awesome. Yeah, Island Boys. Yeah, yeah, island, the island yeah boys. they're out there. Yeah. And then last minute, I got Carter and Maddox on my dad's pit bike, so yeah. got them out there. So it turned out to be sick, and everyone went home with a trophy. Yeah. So that was cool. No, yeah, it was cool. Everybody went home with some trophies. We had some special stuff going on. Best whip. Um, best dressed. Uh, I can't remember. Well, oh, DFL, yeah, DFL <laughs> yeah, which DFL. you can figure that out. Yeah. Dead something last. Uh, so yeah, so everybody got one, and I think we're looking to expand on that. Um, we've got some preliminary things in the works for yeah, a couple races that we might not be able to talk about quite yet. Yeah, but. not quite yet, but there's definitely people interested, and it will involve. Um, well, the goal is that it will involve some kids' classes and maybe like a Solaria Cernon class. Yeah, because I'm so. Yeah, I'm thinking that we would have literally had 50 teams if we could have had the kids, yeah, you know, race. And I think that was just something that Dirt Diggers, um, Jen was saying. It was just they just couldn't do the the kids on on the insurance or whatever they had there. So yeah, it's a bigger deal having the kids on with their insurance and all that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and speaking of Jen, uh. Again, I thought the club did a really good job considering there was a lot of weather, and a lot oh, of yeah. stuff going on, and I thought they did a good job. Yeah, shout out to all those guys. They killed it. They did, had a, did a great job this weekend. Yeah. Um, okay, so now, uh, so back to something that you were just talking about, so, <laughs> something that sucks at the GPs. I'm just going to say it straight out. Like, it's just my opinion, and it's my opinion, so my, not everybody might share it, but I think dead engine starts are stupid. Me too. <laughs> I, but think, I think most people cool. have to agree because I'm actually like a pretty decent starter <laughs> on the gate and I just can't figure him out for dead engine, but it's all good. I just don't get why. Like, why do you think that's a thing? Like, I, I don't understand. So the reason is, and you'll see this in more of the amateur races, is actually the uh, the amateur kids, they will just um, just go early. So they're just, they'll just start their bikes, or they'll just mm-hmm. go early when a, when that green light doesn't hit, and that's why it's kind of started. So you'll notice that more in like my class and all that. Mm-hmm. But the dead engine helps with that because we Cause don't have a gate at every single round. Right. Get tapped. So you're saying they're trying to <laughs> they're trying to even it up. You're saying yeah, they're they're trying to make it more fair for everyone, but in reality, it just makes it horrible. Yeah. For uh, you guys, I love it. I, like I always it. get a whole shot. Well, well yeah, you well, maybe start before the light lessons. turns green, so. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number, Cooter? What? Sorry. Right. <laughs> I feel yeah, like I mean, it is what it is. We got to deal with it, but hopefully we can maybe get someone that's an official or something to 
bring a gate to every race? I don't know. I mean, it can't be that hard, right? I mean, they have gates during horse races. I mean, come on, guys. Let's figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> there is a gate at Glen Helen, though. So, I, uh, like, last year they had a gate start, which was awesome, and hopefully they bring that back this year. And right. uh, they also had a gate out at the uh, Utah race in Delta, which was super fun. Great race out yeah. there. Yeah, it's that one. I would even take someone just having a piece of green string across and someone lifts it up, I'd take that over a dead start. It's a rubber band start, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Yeah, there you go. A rubber exactly. A um, couple observations from the weekend, just overall. Um, our good friend Gavin um, had a pretty Gavin gnarly. Lilo? Yes. So. Had a gnarly get off in the meadow section, just missed a shift. And I'm glad he's okay. That was burly for yeah, sure. There's some, there's some insane pictures on Instagram of that, and they're horrible to look at yeah he just stepped off but yeah. he ended up being okay which is cool um i know kodiak layman had a pretty good one um got knocked out and um i've spoke with his dad today and he's doing well um i i know there was a, uh, a kid also that yeah, got I injured didn't get any info on him i tried to make a phone call but okay yeah i know he got hurt pretty bad and hopefully he's doing all right he's yeah. in our prayers for sure yeah i'm gonna i'm going to uh post something on our Instagram, which is the racer's edge. And I'm going to post his, I think there's a GoFundMe, And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, he's got some serious injuries or whatever, and it would be cool to, for people to dive in and, and, uh, help him out. That's moto community is always good with that for sure. Yeah. And if you guys could even just share, you know, just share the GoFundMe, that'd be awesome. You yeah. Know, just to get the word out. Yeah. And we've all been there. We've all unfortunately been hurt one time or another riding dirt bikes and it's always good to have people have your back yeah, for sure. Yeah, have someone help support you a little bit. Yeah. Um, another observation, uh, just happened to be standing there when Mark Tilly, uh, I think, got together with, I want to say it was John Ortner, I'm not positive, in the 40 race or 50 race, 60, 50 race. I in don't the know start? 40 race. 40 race. Yeah, it was a 40 race, yeah. 40 race, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure who it was, but. I know, I know, I think there was like some, a little melee I don't know. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, then, I saw him come back into the pits, and yeah. Gary from Cycles ran over there and was helping him straighten out his front end, yeah. and then he took off. He was on a charge trying to get get some points, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, he was, I want to say he was in the pit for three minutes, probably. Yeah, and, and he, he was loosening his dribble clamp bolts, and yeah. like, he was doing all kinds of stuff, trying to get that thing straight again. Yeah, oh, charge. jumped back on the track after that. Oh, yeah, charged yeah. all the way up oh, to yeah. second. Oh my God! Ended up finishing second. Yeah, pretty Three impressive. Three minutes behind. Yeah, no, uh, he was he was moving. That Maybe was he was insane. fueled by fueled by <laughs> who knows what. But yeah, I yeah. be a little frustrated with uh, someone taking him out. That's insane. In Three the first minutes. turn there, yeah. Um, one last thing that I want to get into, and I think we talked about it a little bit before as well. But um, uh, the, I'll say the, it. <laughs> you, you, you say, because so, I don't want to be the one that's bitching all No, the time. yeah, exactly. I mean, I think everyone's on the same page with it. I really, really think they should have the pro race on Saturday. Um, there's so many more people there on Saturday. There's There was people rolling out Saturday evening, yeah. you know. So, I mean, if we can have, take, the, take advantage of everyone that's attending the race to race or watch to be there for the pro race and give those guys some more fans around the course, you know, yeah. like set up like a fan zone where they can like set up like a, easy up and some chairs or even a barbecue. I mean, it's an hour and a half race. Right. They could set up a barbecue and hang out. Um, that would be super cool. Um, give it some more publicity. And yeah, I think I I'd just, I feel ahead. like, uh, for the Saturday, like if they did it on Saturday, like it would be 10 times better because everyone on Sunday, their kids are done racing. They're done racing. They're all loading up their stuff. They're trying to get out of there to go do their hour drive home, three hour drive home. Who really knows? But right. I mean, all, all said and done, like, you know, the pros aren't getting the respect they deserve, and we're all trying to grow the sport for NGPC in a right, whole. Right. Yeah, and I, I, I agree with that 100%, and I think it's just imagine if they handed out flyers on Saturday when you pull in the gate or Friday, and they're like, hey, we want everybody by the start. So when oh, we yeah, get when, when we're going to do want everybody over there so we can show people how many people are actually here. And then, like you said, Maddie, if they had, like, a fan zone or something where there's, like, either a pro section or some kind of obstacle where they could, like, have a bunch of fans in the section, and that's kind of, like, where they could film. And I would, I mean, if the rider comes by and hears people cheering, they're just going to be more fired up to 
make that move or yeah. send that jump a little further or whatever it may be. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure um, NGPC, or it was Big Six back then, but I'm pretty sure they used to have the pro race on Saturday. So yeah. I know it's possible. Yeah, and I definitely think, I mean, there's so much that NGPC gets right. So it's not really like, you know, not yeah. you know, saying saying all you know, all complaints, but I definitely think that's just something that because we're passionate about the sport and we want to see it grow and you know there's such a high level of talent out there. You don't want the guys riding around by themselves out there and they get to the podium. Even this weekend, I think the podium there's like no one there. I thought uh you know? I wasn't at Taft, but I was at Delano. And I thought that NGPC did a great job with like the opening ceremonies for the pro riders, oh. the top guys. Like yeah. they had it, they had it all pretty cool where they'd ride down and they'd introduce them all. I thought yeah. that was really awesome of them to do that. Oh, that was killer! Like you said, there's so much that's going on that's right. So I don't want to be like that's just, also you know, I think pretty new. So they stepped up and made some changes to make it better. Yeah. Um, not all complaints, just <laughs> just one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just one or two. Yeah, I'm definitely there. Like every single time there's a pro race, and it's interesting to watch all like the entire hour and a half there's always something going on there's battles happening but there's no one there to see it you know yeah. and it's sad because those guys are putting in so much work to not be you know put on display right yeah. exactly for sure um all right so we have a feature here that we want to get into we want to call uh well they're going to call this a sponsor spotlight right so ngpc sponsor um and rad uh custom graphics Right, Ryan Avatoy. We want to give him a shout. Let's give him a call and uh, just get just just hear a little bit more about what he's got going on. Your call has been forwarded oh, to an automatic bummer, voice message bro. system. Seven six zero right. six seven seven. Looking for let's a new sponsor. <laughs> let's give it. let's give a minute. Let's see. He might give us a shout back. Yeah, knowing I him, know, he's probably still at the shop. He's probably wrapping something right now or something. You never know. Yeah, exactly. We'll give, we'll give him a minute. I just shot him a text. We'll see if he can get back to us. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's just chat a little bit about the next round, right? We're we're heading into Glen Helen. Ooh, that's my uh, spot. Yeah, I think that's Zach, right? Zach stoked on Glen Helen. GH, that's that's a, that's a good one for him. I like Glen Helen. Maddie Glen Helen's ha- great every time. Like it, it never misses. It's oh. Ryan Red Custom Graphics. You're my boy, dude. My boy. Hey, what's up, Ryan? Can you hear me? Yeah, did you try calling me? Yes, yeah. sir. Yo, it's Matt with the Races Edge Entertainment Network. We are doing a recap here on the Taft GP and just wanted to have a sponsor spotlight and figured I'd get you on here and talk to you a little bit about what you got going on. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. So I got a couple questions lined up. I just wanted to, I know, so you used to race. I just wanted to know a little bit about your racing history. Well, um, yeah, no, I, I grew up racing, uh, you know, desert district 37 and, uh, and the Grand Prix, uh, you know, was big six, um, before it was NGPC. And, uh, so I grew up racing that stuff and, and doing some work stuff and hair and hound stuff. Yeah. I saw like NGPC posted all the race winners at one point and your name was on there. So that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. Back, back in the day, back in my younger days. <laughs> yeah. We got to get you back out there one of these days. That's right. Got to, got to get out in the vet class before I turn 40. Right. Yeah. Um, how did you get involved with NGPC as a sponsor? Um, well, you know, I, I grew up racing, um, and I actually grew up in the, the checkers motorcycle club. And, uh, so, you know, the district 37 and NGPC is kind of like, you know, it's always been kind of like a family to me, um, just, you know, camping every weekend in the desert and going to the Grand Prix and camping. And, you know, a lot of the same people have been doing it for years. So yeah, uh, for I sure. kind of, yeah, once I started, you know, the business and stuff like that, I just started doing some stuff for them and 
kind of turned into what it is and uh you know trying to be out there and you know help support you know guys that support us and stuff like that you're doing a great job at that for sure um it's cool to see like your your family out there too with you and like kids playing in the dirt and just enjoying it having a good time yeah exactly like i said that's what i grew up doing so it's awesome that um you know i got kids now and it's awesome to see them starting to enjoy enjoy what you know how i grew up do they show any interest in like riding or racing in the future yeah um my kids are you know my youngest is four right now and he's uh he's itching to get on a bike so you'll probably see a a mini dad here one of these days nice Nice, the mini dad (laughs) how long um how long have you been a series sponsor for shoot i would probably say the last maybe four years or so i've actually been like a actual sponsor yeah for Uh, sure that's good yeah i think last four years is about right Right maybe long yeah i mean i've been seeing you for three years at least out there so can i I get yeah a little little longer than that maybe five years ryan this is jason i just want to give a little pro tip to our listeners out there if they go to the gps when ryan has like the boxes with like the good deals in them do you do that every round the, the, what what boxes? The t-shirts. Like, I got, like, I think I bought, like, five or six from you that were, like, killer deal. They were, like, from different years and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, I'm starting, you know, when we get some, I'm always trying to come up with, like, new designs and stuff like that. That way, uh, there's always something new and keep up with uh, the trend, you know. And so when we kind of run out of, some sizes and don't restock it I'll, I'll bring uh bring some boxes of some of the older ones and and uh yeah put them out there for a deal yeah like an old, um, old guy like me doesn't care i got like some killer deals i was stoked got new exactly yeah every time i see you you know you're wearing like two different socks and all that <laughs> exactly, stuff. Like, you don't dude. care you know i don't <laughs> care <laughs> hey ryan this is uh carter um I just want to say, like, you have the best-looking T-shirts out there for sure. And who's making them? Oh, I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, definitely trying. I'm, I'm doing a – I pretty much do all the design work myself. So, oh, really? yeah, yeah, just trying to, uh, you know, look around and see what people are into. That's, you know, the, the hardest part. There's so many different – styles out there and so many different i don't know looks colorways you know it's like a kid walking into a candy store so you're always trying to come up with uh, the latest and greatest and keep up with the trend and you know it's it's good i think it's super cool that um you know people are into what we're making and it's and it's also good for the series it helps get the series out there by people wearing it and, and uh and getting more people out to the series yeah, for sure. definitely um over the past four or five years that you've been uh sponsoring the series how much have you seen the series grow or evolve oh, I, at least yeah i think it's um definitely over the last few years it's definitely grown a lot i feel like um you know that back in the day probably i don't know 10 years ago it was it was big at its time. And then, you know, when the economy went down a little bit, it seems like, seemed like things thinned out a little bit, but honestly, since COVID, it kind of seems like it, you know, restarted things a little bit and, uh, got people out of their, you know, people came out of their houses to camp and ride. And it just, uh, seems like it rejuvenated a, a lot of people. Yeah, um, yeah. It's always you know, good. coming back out to the races and, and getting out of their houses. And I think it's really grown over the last three years a lot. Yeah. Family time seems to be important to people right now. And that, that's killer. So that series provides that for sure. Exactly. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's an awesome series for, for family and, and camping with your buddies over the weekend. But yeah, I think it's grown a lot. It's awesome. Yeah, for sure. It's nice to see all like the groups of kids running around and just having a good time, enjoying it, and uh, looking forward exactly. to going home for sure. But um, 
So everyone at the series knows that you do like the custom hats and t-shirts and you do moto graphics. Um, but I've seen some other posts that you've posted. What else do you do? Yeah. Um, you know, that's kind of our, I guess you would say bread and butter is doing, you know, the whole apparel thing. Um, you know, obviously we're there, um, selling merch and stuff like that series stuff and some of our own, but, um, you know, we do a lot of that stuff for businesses and, and companies within the industry and outside of the industry. Um, but we also do like a lot of the, the vehicle wraps and, um, you know, like interior wraps inside, you know, restaurants and, and stores and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think I uh, saw, didn't you, didn't you wrap, I mean, SLR, right? Did you wrap SLR's truck or trailer I, or something? No, I didn't do SLR. I, was I was doing, uh, I've, I'm doing stuff with uh, HRC. HRC, with sorry, my bad. Yeah, HRC. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, "Dang, he's he's like a." He's, yeah, trying trying to make it happen. It's um, that's killer. It's been, so, been really cool doing some stuff for them. It's you know, for me growing up a a rider and racer and stuff, it's really cool to be able to do stuff in the industry and that's you know that I have a passion for myself and uh, yeah, it's cool to to do that how, how would um how would someone get in touch with you i mean obviously get in touch with the races but i mean there's a lot of people with businesses out there and if they needed you know something a vehicle wrap or uh, a window or whatever it is how they get in touch with you yeah right that? now i mean really the the best way is just to you know contact us through our our shop um just phone number or email address we we do have, we've been working on a website for about, I don't know, probably five years. <laughs> <laughs> you too. Huh? And uh, it's like 99% done and I'm slacking on the last percent. Um, so, I mean, we have like a homepage. So if you went to our website, you know, radcustomgraphics.com, like there's a homepage that says how you can contact us. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I keep uh, checking every once in a while to see if it's updated yet, but. Oh yeah. You're not I have multiple yet. people like. Yeah, I have multiple people like, ah, site's still under construction. It was under construction last year. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so yep, you're, you're right. You're a was. website builder, right? You're like, I'm not a website <laughs> builder. I'm a designer. And well, we, we, actually, I do have someone who's a website builder here, like in-house. Oh, but wow. we've been, over the last couple of years, we've been so busy. It's like we uh, we haven't been able to even work on our own stuff which is good and bad so right yeah and uh i know your your office is located out in ridgecrest but how far out do you go to do like if you had to do something out of town would you do like a wrap out of town or a window wrap out of town or anything like that yeah yeah we do actually do a lot of work out of town um before covid <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> um before covid yeah we we traveled out of state um, it just depends on like the project you're doing, you know, if it's, if it's a, if it's a small little window decal, you know, we're not going to travel to Wyoming to install it, um, <laughs> but, I don't blame you on that. but we could always ship it. And, you know, there's, there's actually local or installers everywhere. Um, we actually have some installers that are, um, out of state and stuff like that, that will we'll ship stuff too and they'll go install it for us. So, uh, you know, we, we try and work with everyone and, and, uh, sometimes if, you know, you're down in within a couple hours of us, like we do a lot of work down in Southern California and, um, you know, try and kill five birds with one stone. Like I'll bring a bunch of stuff and go spend three or four days down there trying to, trying to knock it all out. Awesome. What's, um, what's your Instagram? Uh, our Instagram is uh, Rad Custom Graphics. Awesome. All right. Right on, Ryan. Uh, thank you very much for taking time out of your day to talk with us and tell us a little bit about what you got going on. And we'll look forward to seeing you out at Glen Helen. Yeah. And thanks for sponsoring the series, buddy. We appreciate it and appreciate it. Yeah. No problem. Thanks. Man. And thanks for sponsoring yeah, multiple thanks. riders, too. Yeah. Hey, awesome. we're, we're, trying to, we're trying to help out all you guys as much as you help us out. You know, we're, we're, uh, trying to grow and uh and we appreciate 
everyone who's contacted us and allowed us to, you know, help them out. So thank you. Yep. And bike designs always look killer. Everything. What, what teams uh, or what riders are like kind of like your heavy hitters? Um, well, I would say, I mean, last year we did, you know, for 2023, we had quite a few teams, you know, we've, you know, the Chaparral Kawasaki team was like Zach Bell and Tyler Lynn and, uh, and the Purvine team, um, you know, Justin Hess and, um, Jack Simpson and, uh, good old Trevor Stewart, um, and uh, we did the Hatch Three Bros team, you know, Colt Neck, and um, shoot, they had a pretty pretty big team last year. Um, but you know, it's 2024 now, and um, unfortunately, some of the the teams have gone away this year. So, you know, we're we're still supporting guys like Colt Neck and um, and you know the whole Pervines team, and actually quite a few guys we're trying to help out this year so it's it's you know it's fun it's always cool seeing everybody you know repping our graphics when they get on the podium and for sure the Pervines bikes uh, are looking sick for sure yeah they're they're looking good they uh especially out front they, right? we, yeah <laughs> we, we actually just printed some uh they're going back to the the chrome stuff um the chrome stuff is was looking pretty cool last year so yeah, that stuff um, looks really cool. Yeah, it, I think it looks awesome. So they, we actually just shipped them some stuff uh, the other day for. I think they got a photo shoot here this Friday, so we'll we'll see what their bikes look like. Killer, awesome. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I appreciate you uh, guys having us having us on, and um, yeah, we'll we'll see you in a couple weeks. Right on, Ryan. Thanks, appreciate buddy. it, buddy. Thank night. you. Thanks All so right, much, have man. Have a good one, Ryan. All right, talk to you soon. See ya. Great guy. Yeah, that was awesome, dude. And we gave him real short notice on that one. Yeah, sure. definitely. But, uh, but yeah, so good to talk to Ryan, man. What a good guy. Yeah, for sure. It'd be nice to do a little segment with uh, different series sponsors also. So if any of you guys are out there or spo- series sponsors, let us know so we can get you on here and give you a little feature. Yeah, for sure. I think I got a couple that, uh, that uh, we're going to try to hit. Try to get all of them on here at one point or another for yeah. sure. I think that's going to be a wrap uh for, for the uh first podcast here that we did regarding the series and and uh we'd like to expand upon it and if anybody wants to get in touch with us you guys can dm us uh, at the racer's edge uh on instagram and uh yeah looking forward to doing some more of these and uh getting our feet wet thanks for tuning yeah. in guys yeah. yeah thank you right on guys